Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, welcome to the uh, most productive day of the week. It is the Tuesday, Lori and Julia show. I might talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Or a little lumberjack has returned to the fold. Lumberjack. Oh, Donnie, thank you. Well, that's because I told her to take her feet off the desk today. I said, I was doing your lumberjack behavior because you (laughs) went on a road trip. A lumberjack type of a road trip. To chop any trees down or anything? Millions. (laughs) There aren't that many to chop. They were all taken out in the 1800s. No. So last I saw you was Saturday night. Miss Richfield. 1981. 1981 at the Illusion Theater when Casey thought he was having an attack of his sardine kidney stones that he'd had like a month ago and you thought the show was over. And yes. You went flip-flopping off the street and I remember thinking, go, go to the saloon! We went to the saloon. I'm so happy. I went to the saloon. Oh so my gosh. that's the last time I saw oh, you yeah. and then I know and that I you I just were... want you to know, overheard in the ladies' room at the saloon, because yeah. there's only one stall, uh-huh. you can... It, you well, can if you overhear, go to that one you back, in, the, in the back bar, yeah. and you can overhear what's happening in the men's room. Mm-hmm. Hysterical pancakes, flip flopping. I mean, some of the terms I learned, I was just having so much fun. Um, but anyway, I haven't been there in so long. It was nice to go back to the saloon. Yeah, yeah maybe years. Um, it's been a while, Lori. Mm-hmm. Not, not Did you go long. with me for yes. the shower? Yes. When we saw the guys yeah. taking the shower? Um, yeah, I headed up. I went up to Lutzen area. I haven't been there since I was pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Six months pregnant with my baby who just turned 21 last Saturday. Yeah, that's a long time. It's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. It was so gorgeous. Did you eat any place good along the way? You know, there's so many good little I know, spots. No, I no. didn't. No. Pies are being advertised. Logging camps. There's North all that. Woods cafes. The Nanamunabuju Lodge. There were so <laughs> many places to eat. No. Not but really. beautiful vistas it's, every corner. Okay, and I it's just been so long and to see the water, the waves crashing against the rock, mm-hmm. it was just absolutely And you gotta drive up, you had Pineapple Express weather still. I did. Because now that's over. Right. I wasn't planning coming home till tomorrow, but the thought of the icy roads and the traveling, I'm like, nope. I felt bad for people this morning at 9 a.m. on KSDP. They showed the road, mm-hmm. the, the grid. Every oh, single <laughs> road was red. Yes. Yeah. There yeah, wasn't was any blue. It was just massive gridlock. Yep. Well, this is what happens when well, we it was get ice rain, and snow It rained and all day yesterday. Yeah. 54 and rainy. Just like it felt like a spring day. It felt like a lazy day. Yeah. Raining, raining. And I remember thinking, boy, if this temperature... And maybe Don and I, Donnie and I talked about it. If it goes down 30 degrees uh-huh. in two hours, it's going to be an ice skating rink out there. And yes, and indeed, it apparently it was. It yeah. was. I went up to Grand Marais. I haven't been there. Oh, I, I don't even remember Did you go to the donut there. shop? It was closed. Oh, shoot. The hardware store? The Ben Franklin? I saw the Ben Franklin. Mm-hmm. I went into the Lake Superior Shore shop or something. The just, agate shop? It was just nice. It, it was is. nice to get it's away. So it beautiful. was so nice to get away and not think about things that are happening in my personal life here. Yeah. Yeah, well, like working with you. Yeah, guys oh, and I know. It's such talking a to you guys, and Jeez. we had already been out Friday night and Saturday night together. Miss Richfield, nineteen eighty four, is going to be in our 81. show. Eighty one. You 81. always call it eighty four. It's Miss Richfield, nineteen eighty one. 
81 is yeah. going to be on our show at the bottom of the hour. Oh, she's going to give us massive amounts of grief. And deservedly so. And we were well, in like a key <laughs> corner box. But Casey was like, seriously, I don't know. He's worked himself into a lather, even though Dr. Lori has already told him why he's got the Is he getting kidney stones again, or is it worrying about the fact that he had them already and may get them again? What he, is going on with he, his psyche? Yeah, he, no, they told him, you've got a forming stone. Again? Well, this is probably a residual from the 30 days of eating a can of sardines a day, which is apparently the worst thing you can eat if you're prone to a kidney stone, which he hasn't had in eight years. So anyway, ever since he found out he's got the formation, He's super sensitive oh, for to any, any pressure anywhere. Oh, man. He's and he, such a body um, aware. Well, yes. And that's day. the only thing I can say yes. about my brother, because I swear if it goes in, he can feel it travel through his veins, wherever oh, yeah. it's going to go. Oh, yeah. And he is that body conscious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell us why he started eating the sardines in the first place. Oh, Joe, Joe Rogan's Rogue. podcast. <laughs> Which told him to do what? Eat, eat sardines. Be virile. Be manly. Be manly. Okay. And eat a whole thing. And then he got them from Amazon, Wild Planet. They were like four fifty a can. I, I have saw a, those at Costco. Listen, I have a whole, like I've got 60 days worth of supplies. I need to donate these. But I, they were so bad that the one day I caught him... Caught him because of the, the smell. House. I said, "You will. You are forbidden. That's verboten. Verboten. You, you go outside, eat it, <laughs> drain the oil. Because I saw him drink the oil. <laughs> oh, okay, God, that's castor like oil. And you can't throw that can in the kitchen in the in the garbage. No. It will smell up. The, I said, "You have to do that outside." So he did it for a whole month. And sardines are full of purine. Which on the Mayo Clinic website about kidney stones? Because Lori did research. I did research. The number one enemy, uh, the best thing you can do to make kidney stones is eat eat sardines because they're full of what's called purine. Right, purines, and they attach to the beginnings of what could be a kidney oh, stone. Wow! So Casey was. Just making them every day. Every day. Rolling the stone around, uh, as it were, in his <laughs> belly. Yeah. And so anyway, now anyway, so he but he found out, okay, you 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 have a possible formation, you know, so be doing your lemon water and you know, avoid purine food and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, I he just he felt like he was like there was there was pressure. And so <laughs> So that's why he left and I left because I thought the show was over. <laughs> I did. What a pair. I, it, no, That's how much show Miss Richfield <laughs> gives see, you. I'm, seriously, because it was amazing. And I literally, you know me, I'm a one-act girl anyway. You leave at halftime for everything. One and done, unless it's something. And by the way, somebody um, tweeted us yesterday. They have put up the universal bathroom sign, the lady in a dress and a man in a suit above the bathroom signs at U.S. Bank Stadium. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, the whole world and anyone listening <laughs> oh, thanks no. us. Yeah. Then we don't have to ever talk about that again. No. And speaking of which... She went to the game, or she was there on Sunday. Maybe she was there rollerblading. Are they the have Vikings over- going to go to the Super Bowl? Uh, we don't know yet. They won. That was a big, big game. And Seattle won, which needed to happen, apparently. Yeah, uh, they did Because win. there was phone calls happening between Casey and Seattle. Because they are they form alliances when it can help them. It, and, and, and Casey our- had called Seattle people, my family, to cheer, cheer, cheer Seattle on. Because it was like key 
Does, that they win that game that they want. And it helps us. It somehow, helps us. Somewhere. I don't know that. I haven't followed that. But yeah, it, it helped it, us it, somehow. It has to do with home field advantage yes. oh. between the Vikings and the Eagles. Yes. Okay, so we, yet. let's just be honest here. So today, the NFL Experience tickets went on sale at mm-hmm. Ticketmaster. And what this is, is it's going to be in the Met, in the, um. His bank. You no, it's in the convention center. Okay. And it's where they set it up and they have an opportunity to meet the NFL players. There's simulations. Get photos. Yeah, it's just kind of an, an interactive. Like what they do for the All-Star game. We went to that thing yes. at the, at, yeah, at the convention center. Yeah. It was really so fun. So I got my tickets today, but they were already selling quickly. So if you want to yeah. get in on that, because they give you certain time slots How much that were you they? can go. Not a lot. 35 bucks. Okay. Not a lot. I mean, it. Tell my kids they were a fortune. All right, do it. Surprising them. Do it. Also, just FYI, tickets are on sale. If you're looking to buy someone a a present that's hard to buy for, Carol Burnett's going to be Friday, June 15th at the Orpheum. You could surprise someone with tickets with that. And Loretta Lynn, everybody, is coming. Oh, no way. As long as, you know, her health, Treasure Island, May 5th. Yeah, because she canceled a whole lot of dates. I know, oh, really? I know, but May 5th, I okay. just saw it. I was perusing, kind of looking. I got two more then. All right, what are they? The Commodores at Mystic Lake. Okay. Um, February 8th, I believe. Fun. And Steve Winwood, who I love at yeah. the State Theater, February 23rd. All right, there you go. Because I think sometimes the experience tickets are fun to buy. Absolutely. Okay, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. We're absolutely besotted with these two. Oh, yes. We had to play the royal wedding music because we are absolutely besotted, of course, with Harry, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, but also the fact that Matt Smith, who plays Prince Philip and Claire Foy, who plays Queen Elizabeth on The Crown, are making the rounds on the talk shows and The Crown comes back on Friday. This Friday, December 8th. Yes, yes. So Everyone, um, now that one is one. Mm. And then John, it's so delicious. I love... If no one has seen The Crown yet on Netflix, it's so worth it. Yeah, it was one of the highest rated. And they spend so much money. I mean, the production on this is incredible. $160 million for 10 episodes. Wow. Wow. And Matt Smith, who really, they dye his hair blonde for the Prince Philip. He was on with Seth Meyers last night. He was so charming. Was he? And he was crowned by British GQ as the best dressed man of 2018. Oh. But he's got, you know, a prominent chin and a prominent yeah. forehead. And he's he's just, um, I don't know. I, I just quite like him. He's got something about him that's sexy. Yes. Yeah. And Claire Foy just looked absolutely amazing. And this is the last season that these two will play Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip because the story then goes forward 10 years and they have hired other actors. He told Seth Meyers he thinks he knows who's going to play Prince Philip, mm. but he's not supposed to know, but oh. he's flattered at who they pick because that means they think he also would be that good looking 10 years from now. Oh, <laughs> all right. So I don't know, yeah. but here they are. This is, they're on uh, the Today Show this morning uh, talking about the crown. People are so fascinated with the show, partly because we don't really ever picture Queen Elizabeth and Philip as young people courting and, and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. How, how? Tell me in real life what the genesis was of the relationship, how it began with, with Elizabeth and Philip. Did they? <laughs> well, they met at, and it was a naval training day, wasn't yeah. it? Originally, she was, she was very young, actually. She was 13. She was yeah. 13. 13? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. And his uncle sort of had designs on him marrying into the family. Mm. And was it one of those things like we see now with paparazzi, were people following them around at that time? 
Uh, no, not so much. I mean, her, her life was very, very documented. Yeah. Um, because she, they knew at that point that she was going to be the queen. But Philip pretty much could go anywhere and do anything that he wanted. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. Um, that kind of didn't really start until the 60s. Really, that kind of. Yeah. Margaret um, got that really badly. Yeah, really badly. She was hounded quite a lot. They were just so just cute, finishing each other's sentences, and you know, he talked about with Seth Meyers last night that he, you know, meeting Prince Philip about, you know, Prince Philip is yeah. about watching <laughs> the show. So big and, and his, his yeah. grandfather, Matt Smith's <laughs> grandfather, the guy who's playing uh, Prince Philip, he was very concerned that Matt would, uh, you know... Embarrass the family? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he was very nervous about him taking this role. And of course, it was this huge acting. I mean, no one knew who Matt Smith was unless right. you were a Doctor, Doctor Who, Who fan. fan. Yeah, right. right. And he talked about that and he said, you know, people have different favorite Doctor Whos. To some people, David Tennant will always be Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. To some people, I will be. And then the, the next lady, the woman from Broadchurch who played yes. the mom, mm -hmm. she's going to be the next Doctor Who. And he said oh, that many people won't like her. And so, speaking of Broadchurch, Olivia Coleman is going to play Queen Elizabeth. That's right, Donnie. Thank you. Year, right? Yeah, yes. in the next season. Okay, so then here's their answer about do they think Queen Elizabeth watches the crown. Do you imagine that the Queen sits there and watches it or Philip watches it? Do you think about that? No. I don't no? think Philip does. I you like know? I like I like to think the Queen does. Yeah, I don't like the idea. That. Wouldn't you feel a little sick if you thought she was watching these kind yeah, of scenes? Yeah, it would feel it would feel a bit weird. But I would I do quite enjoy the sort of um, the idea that she sat there just sort of laughing at uh -huh. us and going that never happened. That'd be quite funny that she gets a laugh out of it. Gets a laugh. Gets a laugh. Oh, and Claire Foy has this short do now, and she wore. Her bangs to the side with three bobby pins. We haven't seen the bobby pin look in a long time. I know it. I know it. Okay, uh, let's play the next one about meeting anybody in the royal family. Okay. Did you guys ever meet them for real? And did you have what were your impressions of them? Well, I've met I've met them, yeah. um, them. only once, and I really it was really brief. It was kind of in shake hand and leave. But yeah. Matt's had actual conversations with them. I've met William and Harry, and someone next to me told William that I was about to play Prince Philip and he just leaned over and went, he's a legend. Legend, isn't that great? Isn't that great? And how fun from a, for a grandson to say that about his grandpa. I know. He's a legend. Okay, and then uh, here are the Today Show. I th it's Hoda doing the interview about leaving, you know, this is their last season on The Crown. I'm kind of depressed, you guys, though. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest-growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because this is your last season. Mm -hmm. The two of you, this you knew it was going to be two seasons, right? Yes. And then other actors were going to come and play 
these characters as they got older. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling about the end of this for you two? Well, we always knew, didn't we? Yeah, we always knew. Right. Um, it's not the end because we got we finished shooting it kind of five. Oh no, my June. God. June, yeah. yeah. So, right. So a good while ago. So we've said goodbye to the acting part of it. Right. Um, but now we get to do all this, which means that we. I'm sort of living in denial that actually it's over. Did you think it would be this big? Like it is huge. This show. Everybody talks no. about it. Everybody's mm. interested in it. Did you imagine it would become? No, no. absolutely not. And we're in it. Yes. <laughs> and we didn't realise that they were so popular here. Really? The royals. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But what about? Wait. What about right now? What I about know. Meghan Markle and, it's exciting, and Harry? Isn't it? It's really exciting. What do you think about the royal wedding that's upcoming? <laughs> I'm really excited about it. I think I don't know. I was thinking the other day. I don't think they're going to televise it, are they? They won't televise it. It's going to be at Windsor Abbey, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't think they'll televise it because it's not. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll be wrong. But because um, it's not, it's not the direct in line to the throne. They might not televise it. I think they're going to do it. We yeah. have to see it. I want yeah. to understand. We yeah. have to see it. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they will no, televise no, it. No way. No. No, no, no. Uh -uh, it won't be. But um, Matt Smith, he did uh, in an interview that's in the new issue of Vanity Fair. Um, he's profiled because I do think we might see SAG nominations for these guys. Oh, Lori, absolutely. Because think he, about how much yes. the audience loved Downton Abbey. I mean, we yes. just people love this show, The Crown, and it's so well done. Yes. But he was asked in this interview. Um, it was a talk moderated by Vanity Fair, so it's just on the website. Yep. Excuse okay. me. He was asked by Vanity Fair's Mike Hogan about his feeling about how do you feel for Meghan Markle, mm -hmm. Prince Harry's bride-to-be. He said, I feel sorry for her. He did. It's such a transition in her life, and it's such a huge thing to take on life as she knows it is gone. But, hey, she's marrying the Prince of Britain. How exciting for her. Yeah. I, hmm. I, oh, you and exciting. I were talking yeah. about it. Yeah. I don't even know if she really realizes maybe how much her, her life, life is, is going change. to change. Because everything we take for granted in everyday life mm -hmm. is now gone that you can't go out without notifying someone and this, you know, this and that. And he went on to say, or Claire Foy said, Foy said this, you realize the fact that Elizabeth forbid her sister from yeah. marrying a divorced man. It goes yeah. to show you how times has changed. And how they've had to evolve. Oh, yeah, that is very so, true. so true. Mm -hmm. Didn't they, weren't they up for SAG Awards last year? No, no it weren't. was Downton Abbey again. Okay. I think they gave okay. them the one last year. I mean, one last and no season. one good even came, but I think it's time. And, you know, speaking of the SAG Awards, they did announce who was going to um, announce the nominations yeah. um, for uh, the SAGs this year. And, of course, it's, it's coming to me. <laughs> Olivia Mum. And Nisi Nash. Elise, Olivia Munn. And who was the other one? Nisi Nash. Oh. And it's going to be on Wednesday, December 13th at 10 a.m. Oh, that's coming I up, Julia. It. Very exciting. All right, we will be back with Miss Richfield, 1981. Her show is playing at the Illusion Theater now through December 23rd. It's that time of year when people are loving going to holiday shows and laughing. And at the Illusion Theater, Miss Richfield's. 1981 annual holiday show is going on through December 23rd. Hello, Miss Richfield. Lori. Oh, am, am I on the air? You yes, darling, are. You, you are. show. Oh, oh, my word. I'm all in my uh, Christmas outfit. I'm sitting at my kitchen table, <laughs> and I got all dressed up for the interview. You did? I'm, I'm so, so glad. glad. I'm so I glad. did. Well, I'm looking darling. What color glasses do you have on today? White. Yeah. I always wear white. Is it I always? always you, know, you never change so it up? It's so expensive, the glasses. I can't afford I'm not like you girls. I don't, you know, 
I don't I don't make that kind of money, so I have to be real careful. And just I always wear the same glasses. Oh, but oh. lots of lovely outfits. I've got some beautiful. I have a beautiful Christmas tree skirt that I've made into a cape. Oh, lovely! Oh, it is. It's yes. real nice. Okay, your show's yeah, yeah. so funny. Um, we- oh, and you know, you only saw the half of it. <laughs> you know, you should have. You, you left before the Christmas stuff was on. You know, and so fortunately, I called your names out, though, <laughs> even though you weren't there. And uh, and we waited for a minute. When there wasn't an answer, oh, we dear. you must have gone. Oh, you know, dear. It was so bad. I I had somebody run out to the lobby as if maybe they're passed out in the lobby, drunk, <laughs> you know, in a pool of sick or something, but they weren't, you know, and. So then I had somebody, and then I had another audience member run outside, look out on Hennepin Avenue, make sure you weren't out smoking or something, you know, and you weren't. So so then I worried, you know, I worried about you. I thought, I hope they're okay. We, you know, I hope that there's nothing wrong with you. I'm blaming it on my husband's phantom kidney stone pressure that he felt. Oh, kidney stone. I know, I shouldn't oh, laugh. Oh, God. Finally, men know that the pain of childbirth. Thank God for kidney stones. That's what they right? say. Otherwise, men would never know the pain of childbirth. Okay, well, so Miss Richfield, nineteen. When we have to your film that you put together, how long? You know, when you do this show, because you, I mean, it's, you it's make hard... it look easy, but I feel like there is a lot of effort. <laughs> yep. And oh, girl, that that I movie so was glad hysterical. That you noticed that? You know, that's a woman. That's a woman would notice something like that. You know, the men, they just, the men folk, they just, you know, they don't know. They don't notice. They're complaining about their kidney stones. They want to go, you know. But leave it to you gals. That is so nice of you to say that. You know, it's so much work, and people don't realize how much work it is. But, you know, we have to, it's all really kind of, you know, well, you would understand this because you're in show business. It's a little bit smoke and mirrors, you know. And so we have to go into a studio, and we were we were renting at the CW, mm-hmm. right? And um, over there by uh, the state fairgrounds, mm-hmm. you know, where the old KTCA yes. studios were. Yes, we're and we would rent that, and we actually had to rent the studio and get in there and film. And uh, it takes like at least a day to film it, and it probably takes goodness. I bet it takes us a good couple weeks to get it all together. Really hard work. Your and video is hilarious. And, um, that was, isn't it sweet? It's I so think funny. You, you know, should enter sweet. that in something, Miss Richfield. <laughs> it, it was that funny. I totally thought the show was over. I mean... <laughs> oh my goodness sakes. I, I am, uh, well, you know what? You know what? It really... What I do is I take my show that I do in P-Town every year and throughout the year. I mean, I, I do... I, I'm so blessed, you you gals. I hope so you would understand because you know you know you got a good gig there. Yes. You, yes. you know what it is to have a good gig. It ain't easy, right? It ain't easy. When you get a good gig, you hang on to it. And so I do like over a hundred shows a year. I'm a, I do a lot, but I do about sixty five of them in P Town. So I do a lot of them over the summer. Really work hard all summer long. And um, in that show is the, the the show that you saw. That's what I do. And then I do some Christmasy stuff in the second half. And oh. um, it's not a, a whole half. The second half is about a half an hour or 40 minutes. Okay. It's, so it's just a little quicker. I just want people to know if you've never seen Miss Richfield 1981, the, um, it's 2020 Vision, a holiday survival guide for the new world. Absolutely hysterical. And I, 
And I was with someone who had never seen you before, and he's like, I'm coming back oh, with all my homo fans. <laughs> that's hard to find, somebody who hasn't seen me before. I know. <laughs> I know. Seriously. So funny. Uh, did they Did they have fun? Did it, they understand oh, it, or did you just explain it to me? Uh, did they get it? Well, <laughs> no. You know. <laughs> who was it? My, was, it, was it a guy? Or it was a guy. guy. He yeah. said to me, a guy. Yeah, he said, I'm coming back with all the homos. But he's a young guy, yeah. so maybe he's just oh, not in okay, the know. Okay, because I was going to say, most guys have seen me. Yeah, you well. Know, but, but that's, oh, that's good. Thank you for bringing I always encourage people to bring, because sometimes it's like seeing it for the first time when you bring somebody new. Oh. You know, it's like you bring somebody new to the state fair, or you bring somebody new to, you know, to the Mall of America or something. And it's just like you're seeing it for the first time, right. you know, because it's so fun true. You get to show people. Yeah, Miss yeah, Richfield, you've got that. you've got to tell us what your leg regime is. You've got just some of the oh. nicest gams in show business. Mm-hmm. Oh, you old dog! I'm so glad you <laughs> saw that. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's professional training and good clean living. You know, it's probably too late for you gals, but tell your younger friends because it is a secret. Think- you know, it takes. You have to be very careful. Well, the legs are the it's last to go. For us. The That's legs the are the line. last to go. I have to tell you, and then I take the bus, and that always helps. <laughs> you know, you know, a little bit of extra walking doesn't hurt you. But I, um, and then the other thing you always want to do is, you know, you always want to, you don't want to wear too long of a skirt. You sure. Know, you notice. I like to wear a shorter skirt, and it makes your legs look longer. You know, a lot of gals are afraid to, you know, hike that. Hike that ham up a little bit. Yeah, your out loud barely brushes. Hang them out there. You know what I'm saying? Well, Get Julia, it out there. you need. I've been telling you to invest in some trapeze dresses. <laughs> oh. Honestly, they're fantastic. That sounds great. Doesn't it sounds fun? It's just a good A line with a swing, like your outfit that you had in the second act. That was I would call that a trapeze. Right. Oh. Totally. Okay. <clears throat> oh, okay. yeah. So it's way up there, that trapeze dress. That, and you know what's real nice is that um, in the second half of the show, I have uh, a real short, fringy dress that uh, is just a kind of a Tina Turner dress that's Ooh. really awesome and really fun. So it's a really fun show. And I'm so glad you gals took a chance and came and see it because I know you're busy and you probably go to a lot of shows. Do you get invited to, you probably get, does Lori Lyon invite you to her show? No. No, of course not. I know, I know. It's just being, I was just teasing. You know, but, um, I want to ask but you. there's probably other shows that you get to go see, right? Or don't you get to go see other shows? No, no. I want to ask you something. Not really. Miss Richfield, because in reading your bio from the dusk of Miss Richfield 1981. Oh, right, right, right. Um, you know, all this happened um you know you're a sanka drinker and you talks about some of your early yeah. experience but yes, did, were I you can't a- drink cap or i run like a faucet oh, <laughs> terrible who growing up who was your inspiration <laughs> oh i have a couple a couple of inspirations one who you may know is vonda k van dyke miss rich miss uh, miss america 1965 she was amazing. She goes down the history, and this is this is all true. She she used to be she was married to David Scope, who was the pastor of United uh, Hennepin Avenue United Methodist down okay. by Loring Park, and she, so she lived in the Twin Cities for years. And um, sadly, he's passed away, and I think she moved to Arizona. I think she retired to Arizona, but she is the only. Miss America to ever want win Miss Congeniality as well. Because, you, you know, usually they give Miss Congeniality to a gal that's 
you know, real nice. But, but doesn't look the greatest. The ones, you know? Okay, tell us and your name again. She both. And so she was my inspiration. And then the other is Virginia Christine, uh, who is uh, played, of course, I don't have to tell you this, but for some people who are just stupid, she played Miss uh, Mrs. Olsen on the Folgers commercial. Okay. Oh. And uh, she was another inspiration for me. You know, her hometown of Stanton, Ohio, honored her by turning their water tower into a giant uh, uh, pot of coffee. Did you know that? In Stanton, Ohio. If you no. ever go through Stanton, Ohio. Does, does Ridgefield you, you, do things yeah. like this for you? Have you been honored? No. Is as there a matter of s- fact, they have not. But you know what they do in Ridgefield, which is real nice? They keep the people of Richfield, uh, they've actually formed a committee uh, of the city council and my church, and they keep buying me bus tickets to go someplace else. <laughs> I mean, they love me. They just keep saying, they say, go tell people about Richfield. Just, and sometimes they just say, go. Yeah, they say, go. You know? And, you know, you just don't find that support everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just don't find people who love you like that. You know? Every time I get home, there's another bus ticket to my screen door. It's just amazing, you know. Oh, and um, but you know what they did though. This is true. This is true. And you can you can look this up. I actually was was the um, citizen of the year in 2015. Oh, lovely! Of my humanitarian work. Yes, and that is absolutely true. And I have the plaque and everything. <laughs> I, and, um, that's really yes, good. I was the citizen of the year. Isn't that nice? I think it, it is. Felt- it really is. All right, listen, Miss like Richfield, <laughs> um, it's the 18th annual holiday survival show. If you yeah. have never seen Miss Richfield, you must. It go. might be 19th. I don't know. All right, well, Who's whatever. Counting? I think yeah. we know how funny you are, and if I think everybody needs a good laugh and to have some fun, uh, and it's really an intimate yes, theater, thanks. so there's no bad seat. <laughs> Um, and there's it, no bad language. And no bad language. But if you leave yep. at halftime, you will get called out. Yeah, you will. Don't leave at halftime. Well, I'll send someone out looking for you. That's right. You and, know, there's a couple people that missed part of the show because they were looking for you. I sent people out. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think it started $32. It's at the Illusion Theater. Really? Oh, yes. You're, I'm just getting paid drink tickets. Yeah. You're <laughs> Okay, love you. So good to see hey, you. Thanks, thanks so much for taking time, you two. Right, thanks thank for making you. us laugh. I love listening to you guys. Oh, thank thanks, you. Honey. Thank you. Hey, all right. Have a great and a blessed holiday. Thank you, you so much. All right. Bye. It's at illusiontheater.org, and it's between now and December 23rd in the tickets. It is a cozy small theater, so get your tickets and we come back. Uh, yes. Yes, Stephen Colbert had somebody uh, on his show last night that we've got to play a little of the audio about how he felt about a certain something. Well, I tell you what, if you're over by Mall of America on Thursday between the hours of 3 and 6, we hope you can stop by because we'll be doing a Santa Stop broadcast on Thursday. We are going to welcome Sarah Rogers. Of course, she's going to tell us about uh, some great buys at Mall of America. And more importantly, we will be collecting... Unwrapped toys and games that we will then donate at the end of the Santa stops to the good folks at the Ronald McDonald House. That's so, right, and so we're on the we're on the north side. North side, yeah. right? Okay, yes. and so, hopefully we're going to make you laugh. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Um. By the way, that was Halsey singing "Now or Never," and according to John Bream's review last night of Jingle Ball, the two best performances of the night were Halsey and Kesha. Kesha. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, yeah. it was a, like it's, a three and a half hour night. Right. You know, they yeah. pack them bang, in, bang, pack bang, them bang, in, bang, bang, bang. bang, 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 bang. Yep. But 
Um, he just had the strongest voices of the night. Yeah. Kesha and Halsey. Oh, Kesha. Sound like a fun concert. Oh, sold out. Oh, of course. Totally sold out. Okay, so uh, Billy Bush is on um, his second round of, you know, remember he went like in, in June, he did a sit down with the Hollywood Reporter, and then he had the interview with GMA. and Which was preempted, kind of. And Billy Bush was fired from NBC. Yes, fired from NBC uh, 14 months after ago. the Access Hollywood tape uh, leaked with uh, he and then um, apprentice Donald Trump. Right. Um, and so he, it didn't really go that well. People were just kind of like, uh, and he, it seemed a little bit, woe is me. And right. then... On Monday in the New York Times, he wrote an op-ed about, yes, uh, Donald Trump, that is your voice on the Access Hollywood tape, uh, blah, because, blah, blah. Because Donald Trump had said last week, at the end of the week, he tweeted out, maybe that wasn't my voice. He didn't tweet it. He had been, been floating out there that maybe that wasn't him, that that was a doctored up tape or something. No, and no, no. and uh, so Billy Bush decided that he would... Stand up for the women and say, you know, after a long period of time has passed, I believe the women who've accused, you know, President Trump, then he was, you know, apprenticed on Trump of sexual assault. And I have to speak up. I got fired. Anyway, it was a big in-depth. I I read the read the editorial, but um, he was on. Stephen Colbert last night. Yes. And it's interesting that Today Show is really on top. Now they're finally on top of all this reporting. Now, I don't know if it's Matt's gone and I don't know, whatever, but they have, they gave the most coverage to this Billy Bush op-ed piece. They the did. most coverage for his Stephen Colbert. Because NBC squelched so many, the Harvey Weinstein story initially, yes. the Access Hollywood tape initially. Yes, yes. So a lot of other things. So yeah. interesting. So here, uh, we're just going to pick up with um, Colbert asking Billy Bush, how did how do you feel about NBC firing you last year? How do you feel about NBC firing you? Especially I, in light of Matt Lauer being fired for allegations of actual sexual impropriety. I'm going to, look, it, it was a difficult... It was a difficult time. I think it was very um, hot emotionally in the country. A lot of people were not comfortable with the man who was close to winning the election, and a lot of things happened quickly. But my my boss, later, months later, said publicly, I think we may have moved a little quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, Did they move on you like a bitch? Is that what (laughs) they did? (laughs) I set myself up. but, like, do you think, like, yeah. you worked on the Today Show. You had just been recently one of the co-hosts of the Today Show. Matt Lauer controlled that show. He could have protected anybody, and he did famously protect people from being fired on that show. Do you wish he would have protected you? Uh, we had a conversation about that, um, uh, and he, I was told, he told me that he went privately to, uh, to the bosses and, and took that line. And I said I appreciated it, and I accepted it and thanked him. Okay. So, yeah. You, you, you believe he did what he could. Yeah, I would have liked, I, I will say, I would have liked the chance to have been able to address the audience um, mm-hmm. that following Monday, but it was right after the debate, and I think the tape made it in time for the debate, so I didn't get that. I would have liked to have addressed the audience, but... Would, would you like to do that Well, right I'm now? doing it. I mean, here, here we are. What, what do you think this means in the context of the cultural moment right now where women must be believed? I agree with what you, I mean, that, your question, I agree with your question. Women must be believed and we must, we kind of have to find our way to, um, to have the dialogue. I'm worried that the dialogue isn't going to be around because we have all these, we get on to the next thing. We get on our phones. We have the next outrage comes. We have to continue it all the way through.
And I hope we do that. And he went on to talk about how talking to young boys about, you know, how to get out of conversations that are despairing about young girls, you know, just really the resetting the culture. Yeah. Well, because I mean, when you listen to that tape, he was just laughing along. And, and, and but what he told what he wrote in his op ed was that he and the other seven guys, the camera crew, they just thought that it was just Trump being funny and kind right. of doing like a stand up routine almost. They didn't, yeah, but so they were just laughing along with him. And, uh, and Trump at the time, Donald Trump at the time, The Apprentice was the top rated show at NBC. They were making lots of money. It was the third money. year of, yeah. uh, of The Apprentice. Yeah, they were making a lot of money, but he did. Uh, page six did report that he wrote this op-ed piece after Matt Lauer was fired. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Matt Lauer really went to Andrew Lack because uh, Billy Bush was on the nine o'clock hour of the Today Show. Oh, you mean with Megyn Kelly today? No, no. Oh, but that's, yeah, when, yeah, he that's when he was, was hired. Right. Natalie Morales went away and they were making, they got rid of Tamron Hall. No, but not at the time because Tamron was still there with Billy Bush. Right. But that, you know, that whole thing just flip-flopped. And I mean, well, I wonder if Matt Lauer really I went I don't believe that Andrew he went because here's why. Because um, in reading some of the news stories that are out today about Matt Lauer, first of all, you and I loved Billy Bush. He was our guy. We were so excited he was going to NBC. I mean, we watched him on Access Hollywood for years. Yeah. He's so comfortable with people. He was easygoing. He would ask the hard questions. He just felt natural on Mm -hmm. TV. And then um, what they're saying about Matt Lauer's intense jealousy left NBC without Plan B. And we're seeing that at CBS Morning News, too. And according to the people that write it, Plan B means a male. To step in as an anchor. But that's what is just being reported. I, I hope no that surprise. NBC, I mean, I don't really have any hope that NBC will be doing this. But I, you know, why does why does there need to be a dad on the morning show? I get it, show? but I'm just going to report what's being yeah, reported. Know, and it's that we're told that Matt Lauer's maneuverings behind the scene ensured that potential heir apparents, okay. including David Gregory... Josh Elliott and Billy Bush never got a shot at being groomed for the gig. Before Bush was brought down by the infamous Access Hollywood tape with Donald Trump, he was already in Lauer's sights. Well, because I think of the screw up at the Olympics with the Ryan Lochte and he did not do well at the Olympics, Mm -hmm. Billy Bush. I mean, he didn't. That whole Ryan Lochte interview came about because of his excited, breathless reporting. Al Roker got famously annoyed with him. Yeah. And then, and then now the male frontrunner is Craig Melvin, who fills in. He's a black guy. He fills in for uh, Matt Lauer when he's on his Mondays off. He's a weekend Today Show host. Okay, I'm going to look him up. Okay. Yeah, you see him, but most people couldn't pick him up out of a lineup. And, of course, Megyn Kelly, um, apparently the bad news for Megyn is that her numbers were lower in November sweeps than in July. And she... Um, She'd been on for a few months. It's the worst November sweeps rating of any in the history of the 9 a.m. hour at the Today Show. That's Across unfortunate. all them. <laughs> so Hoda is going to be there for the short term. I hope she's got a good agent, but I don't know that she would want to... No, it's yeah. too much. Due to, yeah, yeah, she She's could do that. She's got the little baby now, she too. And I, yeah. yeah. Her priorities have changed. All right. We'll Bring back Tamron Hall no and kidding. let Ann Curry do the news and reporting. All right. There you, there go. you go. We'll be back. The holiday.